guys, and welcome to the podcast. It's Josh, your favorite spiritual best friend, ready to tell you guys why your chart has you thriving and sometimes just simply surviving. We are going to talk about birth charts, the moon, how they're connected, and why Mercury in retrograde simply just sucks for everyone. And boy, does it suck. We are all going to chat and maybe figure out why some signs are better than others, depending on the day. Have you guys heard about Anchor by Spotify as being the easiest way to make a podcast? Let me explain. It's free. Anchor has creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Best of all, when even hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, like I said before, Anchor is totally free. So pick up your phones, laptops, or whatever you use and download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I hope to hear your podcast. Hey everybody and welcome to Your Spiritual Best Friend, a mental health and astrology podcast that focuses on everything mental health and that fun stuff. I'm your host Josh Sanchez and I'm here with Jenna. Jenna, tell everybody how are you doing today and what's going on? It is a great day. It's a beautiful Monday. It's a little chilly where I'm at, but I'm okay with that. But it's a good day to have a good day. And it's it's my season, we'll say, with Sagittarius, uh, with my birthday being in in a week and not at less than a week. So it, I, it's a good day to have a good day is what I like to say. I, I like that saying. And your birthday is this weekend. Do you have any plans that you want to drop on the podcast? Yeah. So I normally, I hate planning my birthday. Like I I'm either like someone else do it or I just don't care, but I'm turning 29. So I'm like, I feel like I got to celebrate my last, like the hurrah of my last twenties. Right. So I think we're going to just have like uh, a little breakfast at my parents in the morning and then my family owns a bar and we're going to have a band playing there that night. So I'm just going to, whoever wants to come can come honestly is <laughs> I'm just like, you guys want to come and party. We're going to have, we're going to have a party. Um, but yeah, I just want to celebrate with some music. I love music. I think it's so good for the soul. Um, and I want to be surrounded by good people. So that's kind of going to be the plan. And uh we'll see what lies ahead. So I'm just really excited. Yeah, I, I will say, and I hope you have a great birthday as well. And, and hearing that you got, you're going to have a live band going, you're going to have some breakfasts and stuff. There's something about breakfast food too, that I really love. And, and for fun, I know we're going to talk about astrology as well. Yeah. I am a tourist. So tourists are, are well known for when it comes to food. So when I heard breakfast, I was like, yeah, like sign me up. <laughs> breakfast is my favorite meal of the day. Like, don't get me wrong. I love me a good sandwich, but when given the choice to like, if you're hungover on like a Saturday or Sunday and you want to go eat with your friends, like I'm always like, guys, we need to find a brunch spot because like, I know you want a cheeseburger, but like, I want an omelet. So like, we need to find a happy medium, please. That's kind of what happens. <laughs> definitely. Definitely. I, I'm, I'm a breakfast person too. There's something, there's something about having like that good first meal to, and it's, it just sets your day up right for it like sets, the rest of the it day. It sets your day perfectly for what lies ahead. And it just like, it really just, you get off on the right side of the bed. I feel like I, I completely agree. So mm-hmm. when it comes to the podcast and stuff, I just have a couple questions. Yeah. And, and my first question for you, Jenna is what direction would you like to start off this podcast with? Do you want to talk a little about work? Do you want to talk a little bit about like astrology right away? Like, what are you feeling on this podcast? Um, I feel like we should talk about work. So people probably get a sense of who I am maybe. And then once we get into astrology, I think it'll all beautifully tie together and make sense. (laughs) Of course. So my first question, we'll start right off the bat with work. So Jenna, my first question for you is what are some passions that you have and what are, what are some things that you do when it comes to work? Yeah. So, um, I grew up, uh, in one of the oldest Irish bars in the United States of America, which I thought was normal 
Um, I learned when I went to college that it was not normal to go to a bar as your daycare after school. So what's interesting about the bar, and it's it's been in my family's name since 1938. It was my great-grandparents, then it was my grandparents. Now it's up. Uh, the owners are my mom and her eight siblings that the bar has really influenced what I do now in life. Um, and as you can see, because there's video, I know people who are uh, listening can't see, but uh, there's a lot of bar aspects to my background right now. And my podcast uh, that I do now full time, um, I kind of took the leap of faith to find a way to make this happen full time is called Bar Talk with Jenna. And I basically realized from bartending that we have more in common with each other than we have different. And I wanted to find a way to have like really beautiful conversations with people that I found I was having at a bar. And uh, I, you know, was kind of, I was bartending while I was in college and I was also pursuing sports broadcasting. And I found that the worlds were pretty similar, even though they were very different. And I found myself talking about, the other while I was at the other place. So I was like, okay, I needed to like find a way to marry these two worlds together. And so I had this idea since I was like 21, but I never did anything about it. I kind of just sat on it for seven years because I wasn't sure what it looked like. And then uh, once the once the pandemic hit and we were in lockdown, I lost my job. So I gave myself one day to be sad. I'm like, you get one day, girl, that's it. Like getting your feels, scream, yell, cry, ask God why, have your pity party. But after the pity party's over, like you're done. There's no more of it the next day. And I said to myself, I needed a reason to get out of bed every day. So I was like, what is that reason? And I wanted to bartend. And I was like, how can I do that? And I was planning on starting this podcast a month later. So I was like, well, this wasn't the plan, but maybe we'll do it now this way. So I started it via Instagram live. And it was basically a way to keep my like bar community and family um still together. And I was like, we're all going to be drinking at home. So like, why don't we feel, why don't, why don't, let's just make it feel like we're doing this together. So it was a lot of fun. And I did 40 shows in 10 weeks, which is kind of insane to think about, like looking back on it. I'm like, I can't believe I did as many as I did, but I'm very grateful for it. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, the, the bar, like growing up in a family business, a small family business um, has really like impacted me and it's helped me on my path of, podcasting and creating my own show and like honestly having my own brand now in in a sense and I'm just really grateful for it and I'm grateful for all of the conversations because the beauty of going to a bar is like you never know what you're gonna get you never know who's walking in and that's really what I wanted to create with bar talk and so I'm very grateful for that and I'm grateful for all the conversations I have and I can't wait to see where they take me to be honest and like what what other conversations we're going to have yeah and and I will say Jenna that was a really spot-on answer before I really get into like what you said and stuff like you really talked about a lot about your journey as well like be becoming like a bartender always like being around that environment to immediately shifting now to podcasting and stuff so my next question for you is when it came to that shift from bartending to podcasting, like my first question is like, how did that like really make you feel? Cause I know you said like that first day you were really like upset about it. And then you, you said to yourself like, yeah, I gave myself that one day and then yeah. like, let's turn it around. So like, what do you think like really like led to that change and how to, and how do you feel about it now? The change was, uh, I have this like superpower, we'll say that I'm able to, if I'm at a crossroad in life, I'm able to see both of them like in hyperspeed really fast. And I saw if I went down the really sad wallowing in self-pity, feeling sorry for myself road, I'm like, I'm going to go into a very deep depression. And I don't want that for myself because I really believe that the glass is always half full. And so I, I saw that road and I was like, we're not doing that. It's not an option. We're going to the next road. And so um, when I went down this road, I just, I'm like, I don't actually know where it's going to take me, but it's the road of optimism and it's the road of the glass being full. So we're going to take this road and you know, I think it was important, though, I will say for me to have that one day to be sad because you need to experience 
everything you feel, even if it's, even if it's not what you want to feel. I'm a big believer in like, if you're angry, like be angry. If you need to cry, cry. Because if you don't let it out, it just bottlenecks and builds up and eventually it explodes and you end up hurting and, and like projecting on people that you wouldn't want to. And then you hurt people in your life that maybe you love and care about, you know? So again, for me, it was like, I needed to go through it first before I could really um, benefit from it. I don't know if I answered that question. I kind of went on a little bit of a tangent. Did I answer your question? Oh, oh yeah, you did. It was was spot on as well. Like, and, and I study psychology too, and I'm on, I'm in the process of getting my master's in psychology. So as I was hearing you say that, like, I was like nodding my head, like, yeah, like I'm definitely getting the vibe of what you're saying, because like, if you keep your emotions inside, like, like you said, you might take it out on the wrong person or what happens with a lot of people is they end up doing a lot of like self-harm amongst themselves and they end up like really beating themselves up even more, even more. So like, as I was hearing you explain it, I was like, yeah, like that was just a really just like spot on answer. And it's good to get out those emotions. Um, my next question, building off of that a little bit, really is, quick, I'll say this: oh, I was it. able to do, I was able to process what I what I went through because years prior, I had held everything in, and it was like drinking poison, and you think it's going to help, but it doesn't. And so, because I had done it already, and I went and I had gone, did the path of like we're going to keep everything inside and we're going to pretend like everything's great and happy and that you're fine. And I'm happy and everything's fine. And I'm so fine. When in the reality was I was like suffering and I was really hurting inside. I knew that I was like, we can't do that again. It's not an option. We have to do this again. Yeah. And and that honestly leads to another point as well. Like mm-hmm. you learn from your own experiences and that's, mm-hmm. that's a sign of maturity as well. I, I like yeah. ma- maturity is a lot different than like, growing up because with maturity, like you take previous experiences and you learn from them because everybody we're humans, we're going to make mistakes. Like no one's going to live a flawless life. There's, there's going to be moments where you're going to make a mistake or you're going to really like mess up, but how you bounce back from that and how you, and how you learn from that is definitely great. And that's great to hear that you're able to take that. You learn from your past experience. So then when this situation happened, you're like, okay, like, I'm, I'm going to let out, let out all of my emotions during this day and then let's get to the plan and let's take steps. Mm-hmm. So, so my next question for you is, uh, so what's some sticking to that a little bit. So what's some advice that you would give to somebody? So let's say like, like you said, like they've been doing a job for so long and then all of a sudden they get laid off. What's some advice that you would give to them to overcome that a little bit? The first piece of advice I would say is to feel it feel at feel let everything that is coming up be felt um being laid off and losing my job was at that point in my life felt like one of the worst things that what that happened to me in my life um because your job is so interwoven sometimes within people's identities and when it's not there anymore you really do feel like you lose yourself and so what i would say is like before you can even think about the, the steps lying ahead. The first step that you have to do is feel everything. Everyone does it differently. Um, for me, it was literally like getting in my car and driving around and crying. That was what I had to do. I don't know. I have this like weird attachment to crying in my car and that's, that's what works for me. Some people it's, you know, going to a boxing gym and beating the shit out of a boxing bag that works too. Sometimes it's just crying in the shower. Sometimes it's going for a walk by yourself. Sometimes it's journaling. Sometimes it's going to that one friend that you know is going to let you speak without zero judgment and just getting everything off of your chest. But but I say this because you have to go through it. You need to go through the storm that is right in front of you because the longer that you wait to go through it, here's the thing is you can't go around it. You can't go under it. You can't go over it. You need to go through it. So the sooner you can go through it, the sooner you can see what is on the other side that lies ahead. And had I not gone through what I went through, I would have never have discovered that bar talk with Jenna was on the other side that lies ahead. And I would never be on this path that I am right now had I not gone through the storm. So I, I feel like before you do anything, you need to feel 
all of your emotions, no matter how much they scare the fuck out of you. Sorry, I don't know if I can swear. Um, oh, of <laughs> course you can. Okay, yeah, yeah, you right, can, I'm just making yeah, sure. Yeah, you can curse Sorry. whatever. <laughs> um, but you just have to feel it and you need to go through it. So I know like sometimes in our society, like I think we're getting better at like actually expressing how we feel and not pushing it down so much. But to me, it was really important. And, and, and honestly, like before you can start anything else, like you have to, you have to go through it and you have to feel everything you want to feel. And then, you know, give yourself a timeline. Like, like my, my sister and I are, um, had similar situations where we, we lost our jobs. I lost mine first. She lost hers later because of the pandemic. But for me, I, because I've gone through this before, I was like, no, I'm giving you one day. Whereas my sister's like, okay, I need a few days to go through it. And like, that's fine too. So like every person's way of dealing with it is different, but, but you have to deal with it. You have to go through it and you need to let yourself feel everything because if you don't feel everything, you're, you, you, I, it, to me, it's like, it's what's on that other side. Like, from a storm comes a rainbow. You don't know what the rainbow is going to be. So until you go through it, you need to go through the storm. Yeah. And I will say that is another spot on answer by you as well, Jenna. And I, and I completely agree. And I really like how you visualized it too. Like going, like I, as I was hearing you describe your answer, like I just picture myself going through like this big storm and then yep. seeing the rainbow at the end of the tunnel. So like, that's some really good imagery as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, again, another spot on answer. So continuing a little bit, because I know we talked a little bit about like bouncing back from getting laid off and that led to this new podcast and stuff like yours. So talk to me a little bit, Jenna. Tell me a little bit of, like about your podcast and honestly, like how many episodes have you done or is there any like episode that really stands out for you as well in your podcast? Yeah. So this Thursday will be episode 80. So I've done 80 shows in less than two years, which I'm trying to do a better job of like congratulating myself and patting myself on the back. Cause I'm not very good at that. So we do episodes and then I do drink of the week videos. So being a bartender by trade and at the time everyone was drinking at home, I was like, well, I can show you guys how to make, you know, some fun cocktails. So uh, new episodes come out Thursday, new drink videos come out Friday to prepare you for the week ahead. And uh, um, you know, I'm just really I'm really like proud of how much it's grown. It's like a full, you know, we have uh, the video element to it. I have a video background, so it's a full YouTube channel as well. So I have a lot of visual consumers and it's funny because lately the YouTube episodes just keep increasing and increasing, which I'm like, that's great. You guys like that. I'm going to keep giving it to you. Um, But I will say probably I've had so many wonderful guests and and the beauty is um, they're all, they're kind of all over the place. I've had like, NFL guys, MLB, uh, women in the WNBA. I've had actors. I've had master um, blenders of whiskey. I've had your everyday Joe who comes and sit in, who comes and sits in the bar. Um, I've had CEOs on. But I think, truthfully, the the best episode I've done was the episode that came out two weeks ago, and it was with my sister. Again, I love my sister, Jill. Shout out to Jill. Um, she and I are a year and 10 days apart. She's my Irish twin. And she has been so um, like, she's such a vital person in everything I do, because as you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on behind the scenes that people don't see. And she is my sounding board. And she helps me in so many ways that like, I need to like give her an award. Like I just, I, or create an award after her because I just love her so much, but she had posted this beautiful Instagram post. Um, probably I mean, at this point, my, maybe not like three weeks ago. And it was talking about how it's okay to be lost in life and not have it figured out. And I read it and they weren't her words. They were just like, she had screenshotted someone's words, but there were pictures of the beauty of life that she was living now. And so I had reached out to her and I was like, Jill, that, that was beautiful. And I want you to come on the podcast. And now mind you, my sister hates this stuff. She can't stand microphones. She can't stand video cameras. So I was like, listen, I will make it feel as comfortable as possible for you. And I really just want to have a very honest conversation on how it's okay to not have it all figured out and how it's okay to be lost in life. And to just see kind of where the wind takes you. And so 
it was funny because it wasn't it wasn't a planned show, so to speak. It was a very kind of like a last minute, like, no, we're going to do this. And it has been the best feedback I've gotten on any of the shows I've done. So uh, for any of those who are listening, I guess, who feel lost in life, I would highly recommend listening to it. It's episode 78. And I'm just, it, I, it was like an episode that I was very proud of and resonated with so many people because I think as a society, sometimes we, you know, we're, we get so fixated on the, you go to college, you graduate, you get the job, you meet the person, you get married, you have kids, you live this beautiful picturesque suburban life. And it's like, that's not how it goes. You know, like sometimes you lose your job. Sometimes you get divorced. Sometimes you don't meet the the man or woman of your dreams until later on in life. You know, Um, sometimes you don't start your career until later. There's all these different things, but like you just have like, like your journey is so special and so unique to you that like, you just have to let it flow exactly the way it's meant to flow. And, you know, I, what I'm learning with like God and with the universe is like, there's never a wrong turn. It's just a redirection and everything happens exactly the way it's meant to happen. Um, and I, I hope, and my, my hope in life is that we can look at things like that more like this might have not happened but there's something better that lies ahead yeah and i will say that's another spot on answer by you jen as well you you really give great insight into like in terms of like feeling and that mental health and a strat and like spirituality Mm -hmm. uh, aspect of it because i I like that term spirituality um it's it's like it's because like when people think of like spirituality they think oh like religion and stuff like that but no like spirituality is all about understanding yourself so like you said like life is there's never going to be just like that clear linear slope of just like going up and like like you said like finding the right person early or finding your career early like everyone has their own timeline everyone has their own journey their own spiritual journey of understanding themselves so it's handling yourself when things are not going well Mm -hmm. handling yourself when things are going well like each step that you're going to go through like you said like there's going to be adversity you're going to have to like overcome that or something might go for even better for you you know so just really just taking your time and understanding like hey like I might not figure it out now but I know one day I will so like as I was hearing your answer, like those were a lot of thoughts that came to my mind. And I, I definitely think like from like a psychology aspect, you definitely could, you definitely, if you really wanted to, you could really, you could really think about getting into psychology a little bit too. I actually thought about, um, I went to therapy. Um, I had like a really kind of traumatic thing happen to me when I was younger. That'll be coming out on the podcast this week. Um, but I, again, my superpower being able to see things in hyperspeed with the two, things. And I saw the one path and I was like, I, I cannot do this. Like, like the way that I'm going in life, I can't do it. And so I went to therapy, I think it was back in 2015. And it's crazy to think that that was only, you know, six, seven years ago at this point. And at that, at that phase, no one talked about it and it was still very taboo. So I really didn't tell anyone, like I told my mom and my, my best friend and my cousin, and that was it. And it's, it makes me so happy to see how, um, normalized the conversation has become now and having gone through therapy and like, you know, I think what people don't always understand about therapy sometimes is like, they think you're, you're sitting down on a couch talking about your feelings and don't get me wrong. You are, but I, what I think some people miss sometimes, and this is what I always like to highlight to people who ask me is like, Yes, you can talk about your feelings. And yes, it's great to have an unbiased opinion. And you have to be willing to go through the work because it is not pretty. And I it, it, like, here's the thing is, it's the hardest, ugliest work you'll ever do in your life. But that other side, again, that going through the storm of it, oh my God, is the most beautiful thing. And I, when I finished going to therapy, I actually considered, I was like, maybe I'll go back to school. Like, cause I really, cause it had helped me so much that I was like, I could probably do this, right? Like maybe I could go back to school. And then I was like, do I really want to go to school again? <laughs> was my thought. Cause I was like, oh, I'm just like, and I, but I knew I wanted to do something like this and have like conversations with people. So I always say I'm like part bartender, part therapist, you know, I don't have a <laughs> license, but I try to listen as best as I can. I know. And I will say, cause I was just hearing your answers. I was like, yeah, like you definitely could. Cause like, I mean, I, I graduated with my bachelor's, my fault in communications and psychology and okay. like 
hearing hearing someone else also go to therapy too. Like I definitely think I always recommend to my friends, family, everybody, mm-hmm. if you are going through it, therapy will always help you out. Um, I, yeah. I, I've gone to therapy numerous times. Like I went yeah. in undergrad and then I still go now and mm-hmm. shout out to my therapist. I, I love him to death. He's great. Um, I but, love my therapist. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. They're, they're the real MVPs, the unsung oh. heroes that don't really get enough. They don't get talked about enough, but, um, mm-hmm. my therapist and I had this, like, it was a strange, um, we, I don't see her anymore, which, but it was like a, um, it felt like a mother, like, like, like a mother bird, like being like, okay, baby bird, it's time to fly from the nest. And I was like, what? And she's like, no, like you, you've done everything. Like you, you can't, we, you knew what you wanted to do when you came in, you've done it. Like you have all of the tools that we've talked about you can fly. And I remember being like shaking when I left the office for the, like the last time, you know, and I'm like, so I, I still go back from time to time when I feel like it, but, um, but yeah, if you can go like, and every person is different, you know, like I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm good now, but if anything were to happen again, I know that that door is always mm-hmm. open and I'm always very grateful for that. But, uh, yeah, if, if, if you feel the need to, um, go. If you have friends who have gone, ask them questions because it's, it, I, I just feel like the the more you can understand you, you know, like, um, it sounds so corny, but like there, there was a quote in the Bible and I'm not a big Bible person, but it's like, you know, the greatest command is like, or, or something. It was like, know thyself. And then if you look at every great thing in life, like I think about Michael Jackson's, like I'm starting with the man in the mirror. And there's so many things like that of like the minute you can do the work on you, that's when you can do, that's when you can help others. So if you feel like a calling to help others, none of it's going to happen really meaningfully until you can do it on, do the work on you. Yeah. And, and I completely agree. Like that first step when it comes to like creating any change or like taking that next mm-hmm. step in life, it always starts with yourself. Yeah. And I will say I've really enjoyed this is like our like really like big first part of our of our long podcast together. So yes. I know you've been wanting to talk a little bit more about astrology a little bit. So, yes. So yeah. So we can go, we're going to transition a little bit and talk a little bit about it. So mm-hmm. I also so obviously we, it is Sagittarius season and I'm going to combine a little bit of your chart and also my chart a little bit as well. So, cause we okay. have some similarities as well. So, Ooh, very so nice. you have a Sagittarius sun. Mm-hmm. So my rising, so I don't know, I don't know how much my first question before I get into like your chart and yep. stuff, how the much answers. do you, yeah, how much do you know about uh, astrology so far? So I, I understand the, like the sun, the rising and the moon. I'm not very great at like, um, I'm still learning more about each of the signs. Um, but like, I understand my signs we'll say, and there's a few other signs that I like very understand. Um, my girlfriend actually was the one who was like recommended that she's like, download this. It'll help you. It'll. And at first I was like, I don't really know. I'm like, I, I like astrology. And then as I started to like really fall down the rabbit hole is what I like to call it. I was like, Oh my God this is so spot on. It is scary a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and it's funny cause I actually have a similar experience as well. So, so my girlfriend and her best friend were like talking, we're all like sitting, talking one day in undergrad, just like talking about life, you know, deep, meaningful stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, you know how Scorpios are. They're very, they like to talk about deep, meaningful stuff. Well, they're deep, they're, they're deep people that people yeah. don't always understand at the surface level. But again, because they're, they're close to the ground and they can dig underground. People don't, <laughs> people, I think Scorpios are the probably most misunderstood sign by, of across the board. Oh, oh yeah. I completely agree. And, and they were, and they were, they were just talking about life and, and the, like the, my Scorpio friend was telling me about how like astrology is and stuff. And like, she was, she was describing to me my chart. Cause I put it in and I started to read it and I was just like, Oh my God, like this is, this is really intense. And I ended up staying up like dead ass. Like I stayed up till like probably like five o'clock in the morning, just reading everything. Yeah. Um, so the signs that I know really well are your sun sign, your rising sign, moon, Mercury, mm-hmm. Venus, and Mars. Um, so I know, you know, rising, that's like who you appear as to others. Mm-hmm. Um, your sun sign, obviously that's who you are to your core. Your moon mm-hmm. sign is how you process your emotions. Um, your Mercury is your communication style. Um, so I know with Mercury, 
like it's a lot of people tend to like bump heads because their communication styles are different. And yours, yeah. as I'm trying, as I'm pulling it up now, yours is a Scorpio Mercury. Yeah. So the way how you communicate to people is very like sort of like what our conversation that we're having now. It's it ha- it's like deep, meaningful conversations with people. I like, go there I, like right from the get go. I'm like, no, I, I don't like surface level shit. Like it just it, it honestly feels um I don't want to say toxic, but like, I think once you realize like the kind of conversations you want to have that fill your core up, like those deep, meaningful conversations, just like they give me so much that I'm like, we're going there. And even like when I bartend, like as I bartend and I'll have those conversations with people, like, and they're always the people that you wouldn't expect to, but yeah, like, no, I go there like Scorpio. I'm going straight there. Like we're diving in, man. There's no, (laughs) there's no, there's no hesitation to that either. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. So, so my question for you is, cause I know you said like, it has to be like a deep, meaningful conversation. Like how would you handle a situation where it was just, just like simple, just like basic talk? Like how would you take that to the next step? I always, I always like to get to know, um, like, like I, I God, this is going to sound strange, but like, as I look at people, like I'm very good at reading people. I one I think that's from being a bartender. Um, two, I've been told I'm like very highly intuitive. And so as I'm like looking at a person and reading them, I feel like I can just understand them. And again, that sounds so strange, but it just, it it is what it is. And so I, I, I'll always, I just try to go there. Like, like, you know, I, I always like opening up the question simply of like, what's been on your mind lately, you know? And, and to me, that's, that'll tell you a lot about a person. And, um, so as we go there and then I'll ask them like, you know, what are, what are your hopes in life? Like, what, what do you want in life? Like, I don't really enjoy the conversation of like, you know, are you married? How's your job? Did you get the raise? Like to me, those are just very, again, those are like questions that like, because we live in a society where like, you know, you need a job, you need money, you need all those things. I understand those questions, but to me, those aren't who you are at the core and at your soul. So I really like to go, you know, to figure out who you are at your core and who you are at your soul, because that to me is going to tell you like exactly who a person is. And and to me, that's what I care about more. So I really think if you, if you want to get to know a person, um, you, I, I love opening up with the question of like, you know, what's been on your mind, but it's the ability to just listen and not listen to respond. Just listen and take it all in and just let it seep into your pores a little bit. And when I think people can listen to listen, that will be a beautiful moment in life. Oh yeah. I I completely agree. And, and I understand, especially with men in general, also like being a man, like, like when it comes to like listening, Men tend to not really be the the best of listeners consistently. <laughs> so men like to cut off. Actually, I shouldn't say that because a lot of people like to cut off. And I think what I've learned is because like I have a lot of male customers, um, and I have this group, my group of regulars, and we love having like kind of deeper talks, or even if they're funny talks, you know. But the rule is when a person is talking, let them talk. It's I think it's pretty simple, and uh, you know I've like I don't like to yell but again i guess maybe this is part of my scorpio um i i'll 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 snap if i have to it's not something i like to do i really don't but like <laughs> i just think it's very um rude when people cut you off you know so just try to listen people it's a good thing listen yeah i know and it's it's very simple as well so yeah. like connecting your chart continuing so i know you mm-hmm. said like a lot of people have called you very intuitive I definitely think that's the cancer moon aspect because uh, so much. Yeah, because like I know cancers, they're like the universal mother sign. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and and I'm the opposite. So I have a Capricorn moon. So Capricorns are like the universal like father sign, whereas the cancer is like the universal mother sign. They're, they're sister signs. So like opposite ends, yeah, yep. opposite ends and they meet together. So as I was, as I was hearing you describe like that one answer, people were calling you very intuitive. I was like, that's definitely the cancer moon because cancers, it, it is a water sign. So like a lot of the water signs are very intuitive. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and what we mean by intuitive is like very, just like very good at reading people, very good at like reading energies. Mm-hmm. It's kind of hard to like explain. You just sort of just like you look at people and you just like, yeah, like there's just something about him or something about her or something about them that really just like sticks out. You know what I mean? It's, it's like an energy feel. Um, it is like an energy feel. And when I learned that that my moon was cancer. And when I was like in the beginning phases of understanding this, and when you understand that, like your moon is how you deal with your emotions. I was like, Oh my God, this is, this is, this is me. Like, this is a thousand percent me to a T. And I have been told my entire life that I am, um, like very, like I'm, I'm very nurturing. I'm very motherly. Um, I was always that like, I'm the oldest of four. So I very much like was that way with my siblings that way with my friends. Um, I was always the babysitter growing up. So uh, that all makes a lot of, a lot, a lot of sense. We'll say. Yeah, definitely. And and as I was hearing like your story, like you're the oldest sibling, I'm also the oldest mm-hmm. sibling for like my yep. family as well. So I definitely feel that when it comes to like, when you are the oldest sibling, you got to be able to be like that role model the the person that really just like helps takes care of the little siblings and stuff like that so as I was hearing you describe that I was like yeah I can relate so much mm-hmm. so transitioning a little bit I know we talked a lot about work we you also gave a lot of great advice about like mm-hmm. your own spiritual journey which you're going through when it comes to relationships tran- transitioning a little bit so your Venus so your Venus is like your love language sort of like who you're attracted towards and yours is an Aquarius and it's actually interesting because my best friend, he has a Venus in Aquarius as well. And when it comes to him in relationships, they tend to be just sort of like, like, it's kind of hard to describe. Like, it's just different. You know what I mean? It's just like, because he does a lot of long distance dating and it, it's kind of just like different from the norms. It's kind of Aquarius Venus is it's kind of just sort of like they kind of do like their own thing. Um, but when it comes to like relationships and like your own relationship experience, has there ever been like an experience that was like really like weird or is there any, like, how are you a little bit when, in terms of relationships? So I'm very weird with relationships. Um, which is again, I guess not a coincidence. Um, I, I, I dated someone, um, for like a short amount of time in college, but like, Again, I don't know if you understand this, but I'm like, I know that man was my twin flame, thousand percent. However, twin flames aren't always meant to work out in life. They normally come into your life to be there for you when you need them um, and to teach you a lot and was there when I needed him and he taught me a lot. Um, so, but, but since then I've definitely had some like, I guess long or long distance relationships or like, you know, you try to make it work, um, but they don't work out. I'm also very private when it comes to relationships. I come from a large family. I have a large Irish family. My mom's one of, uh, one of nine. I have 21 first cousins. I have 24 second cousins and counting. So, um, I went on like a blind date and my little niece found out and, it was the funniest thing in the world. She's like, oh my God, Jenna's on a date. Bapa, who's her grandpa, get the binoculars, get my book bad. We need, I need a disguise. <laughs> Do we know where she is? I'm like, and then, so what happened to me being like, I'm not telling anyone to the next day, half my family knew. And I'm like, oh my God, this poor bastard just wanted to go on a date and get drinks with me. And now he thinks he's gonna, they think my whole family's gonna meet him. So the ongoing joke that I tell my mom is mom, when it's important enough for you to, when it's, when I think it's important to know, you'll know. Um, but yeah, I think with relationships, like, I, I don't know if this would line up with my chart, but I, I really like myself and I really like my me time. So I always say, I got to really like you if I'm going to let you in. Um, and I've dated, you know, a few people that I, I think uh, like you learn a lot from, like I had recently dated someone um, we had dated like on and off for, I don't know, like two, three years, I think. And I just couldn't like fucking get rid of him, you know, like I called him Tarzan. <laughs> he just kind of fucking swung in from vine to vine. Um, but I really think when he came back the last time I was like, okay, I haven't learned something. What do I need to learn from you that I haven't learned yet? And what I had learned from him that I didn't think I would learn was I learned the, the value of myself. And I learned what it was that I wanted. And um, 
that sounds really easy to say, but if you could stand on your own two feet and look a person in the eye and tell them like, this is what I want in a relationship. This is what I deserve. Can you give this to me? Yes or no. And if you would ask me two, three years ago, if I could have done that to him, the answer was no. But now who I am in the, in my journey of spirituality that I've gone down because I know my value and I know my worth and I know what I want. I was able to say that to him without my knees buckling or shaking. And uh, so again, you learn a lot. Um, but in terms of relationships right now, there is no one at the moment. Um, however, I do feel like he's close. I feel like he's really close. I have my, um, my, my best friend's mom uh, is, is a psychic medium and she has predicted um, my sister's boyfriend and my cousin's boyfriend. Oh, like, wow. <laughs> like to the, to the, like, like little details. And so she had said to me once, she's like, Ooh, who's the redhead? I'm like, I don't know. You tell me who's the redhead. <laughs> like, I don't know who the redhead is, but she's been saying this now for like maybe two years. Um, and the other day I just had this like strange, um, like, like my, my heart shocker, I could feel my heart opening or, or like it felt weird. And so she has this like beautiful crystal meditation bed. And I was like, I think I just need to hop on the bed. And she's like, okay, go ahead. And I went on it. And the only way to describe this as strange as it sounds is I could, I felt my heart opening and it felt like someone took an easel and was chipping away the stone at my heart. And each at, at each chip, it was just opening up and expanding. And after the meditation was over, she's like, okay, where, what chakra did it hit? And I was like, my heart. And she had like done a, like a healing to it um, and said a prayer. And she was like, oh my God, Jenna, he's close. And in my head, I'm like, well, how close? Like, like a week close, like distance <laughs> close. Like you tell me how close. So again, it hasn't happened yet, um, but I'm very open to it. I do. I definitely want to, um, I always say, I want to walk hand in hand through life with someone and be side by side, you know, doing life. And, uh, you know, I know that it's not always going to be sunshine and rainbows. You're going to have to go through some storms, but it's that it's that person by your side that you want to go through the storm with no matter what. So, um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I am with relationships right now, but I think you can't really let anyone in until you, until you love yourself. That's been my big thing lately. Like if, if you wouldn't date you, no one's going to date you. Yeah, and and that and that's a really spot on question to end like your whole discussion when it comes to relationships, and I completely agree. And just connecting a little bit to your chart, I know you mentioned a lot about how like you take a lot of pride in like your space and stuff like that. I know Aquarius energy is definitely it definitely there's a lot of Aquarius energy when it comes to that because Aquarius is because I know I know this because like my brother has a lot of Aquarius in his chart mm -hmm. if he if he's not feeling a vibe he will go distance himself and he will be okay with that like he's okay yeah. with like yeah like I don't need to see anybody for however long I'm just gonna do I'm gonna be in my own little world I'm gonna be in my own little space and then when I come back out, I'll be social and fun again. So like, as I was hearing you describe that, I was like, yeah, that, that kind of does make a lot of sense. That's definitely a little bit of some Aquarius energy when it comes to that. Cause Aquarius is, is it, is an air sign. So like air signs are, when you think of air signs, it's sort of just like, I, I picture airs. I like avatar the last airbender is a good reference. Yeah. So like very sociable, go with the, go with the wind, go with the flow, but just like air can be stone cold when taken away, you know? Mm -hmm. So as I was hearing you describe that, I was like, okay, like that definitely, I can definitely see that Aquarius energy when it comes to that. And continuing with your answer, like you gave a lot of like great points about loving yourself before you love others. Um, when it comes to relationships that I, from someone that also has a very big family as well, I, I definitely, as I was hearing, I was like, damn, like, like I can only imagine trying to keep a relationship a secret with all those cousins and relatives oh and it must be just so maddening. <laughs> it, it is maddening. And like, but, but there's a beautiful madness to it is what I like to say. Like everyone knows everything about each other. 
which is a blessing and a curse, but there's so much love. And like my cousins and I are very, we're all very close in age and we're now, you know, I think once you hit 21, it like, doesn't matter the, the age gap, you know, amongst you guys, cause you can all hang out and it's super cool. And a lot of us are at that age right now. We have one cousin who's, uh, she's 17. So it's, we're just like, can you, can you be 21 soon, Caitlin, please? So we can all hang out. Um, but we still hang out, but, but no, it's, it's definitely weird because they're the people I go to when I'm like really happy and I want to tell them like my news. And at the same time, I'm like, I think I just need to not tell you sometimes because I, I always say like, my family's going to ask a lot of questions. I want to be able to have all of those questions answered first within me before you come and ask me them, you know? So, um, I mean, God bless the man who like is a part of my family one day because you, (laughs) the ongoing joke with all of my relatives who have brought anyone around is when you go to a family party, I mean, there's, there's like fucking 70 of us. And that's a, that's normal. And so whenever I meet someone new, I'm like, hi, my name's Jenna. You're probably going to forget me in five minutes. And that's totally fine. If you need to ask me my name again, like 25 times and they laugh and I'm like, no, I'm being serious. Like you're just getting started meeting the family. Like, it's okay if you don't know me, but yeah, no, there it's, uh, I haven't brought anyone around my family ex to me. That's very sacred. And that like, if that's, if you're coming, that means a lot. Um, but no, they'll again, just, God bless, because they're going to be bombarded with questions from every angle to my 70 plus year old uncle down to probably my, you know, eight, one year old godson and, and his, you know, two sisters who are, you know, six <laughs> and four. So like, you're going to get questions from every angle. Um, but there's so much beauty in it too. So you, you I've learned to look at how beautiful it is and how, um, how much love there is uh, being a part of that. So it's exciting. Yeah, definitely. And, and I, and I will say like the questions, it does come out of a place of like big love as well. When Mm -hmm. it comes to the family, they just, they just want to know, they want to know their answers and stuff like that. Exactly. So when it comes to my last question, wrapping up, Mm -hmm. so I have all my guests come on here. So that come on, I I usually, I Google your simple, your sun and moon. So Mm -hmm. before I get into it, obviously like your rising sign is a Gemini. So you come off to people as a Gemini, my rising's a Sag. So I come off to people as a Sagittarius. So I can, yeah, so I can see how like, cause both signs are are sister signs and they're Mm -hmm. both very social as well. So that I can see why, how, like when I reached out, I was like, Hey, who wants to record? You're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So like me. (laughs) Yeah. So it, it, it all aligns perfectly and stuff like that. So my website is the horoscope.co. So I just Mm -hmm. Google your sun and moon and it usually gives us like a little reading. And my final question is, as I'm giving you a reading, um, just tell them, tell me, how do you feel about it overall and stuff like that? So for you, so you're a Sagittarius sun with a cancer moon. So it says a social personality keen to learn from life lessons. The Sagittarius sun cancer moon personality is open to change and accumulates wisdom through experiences. Positives for your sun and moon combination, practical, appreciative and charismatic negatives can be a little bit careless and a little bit brutal perfect partner someone who appreciates their dreamy and easygoing nature word of advice for your sun and moon sign practice mindfulness and try to understand what triggers your temper so as i give you your little horoscope reading based off your sun and moon what are some thoughts that come to mind the mindfulness has helped me tremendously i growing up always had a short temper always did and again when I realized that like those two paths in life I was like I can't do this anymore I can't do it it's I'm I'm hurting people I don't want to hurt um I meditate every morning and depending on the day like I'll meditate either throughout the day or as I'm going to bed at night and um meditation and mindfulness has helped me understand my triggers so much. And with understanding your triggers, you know how to um, not let those triggers happen or when they're coming on, you know when to um, remove yourself. I'm very good at like removing myself from a situation that I know is going to trigger me. That's going to bring out um, a side of me that like, I just don't like, and no one really needs to see because 
she just hurts people. And I don't, that's not who I am. Very social. I'm very charismatic. Um, what was the one thing you said about what were the negatives? It was um, the temper. And there was one other thing. Yeah. It can be like a little bit brutal. It was sort of just like, on the Oh, I'm brutally honest. I am brutally honest to a fault at times. Um, I say that's my red, like my red in me is just like, <laughs> I just say it. Well, I'm well, well, uh, sorry to interrupt, but that's the Sagittarius. Cause um, I it know. Is. Yeah. Cause I, I have some Sagittarius in my chart and I can be very blunt with people. <laughs> and it it uh, definitely is. Definitely can be brutal. It can be brutal. I will say as I've gotten older though, cause um, they say that your rising is how you feel you need to like present yourself to the world. And I think as I have, again, learned myself and I figured out who I am, I don't necessarily identify with my Gemini side anymore. I feel like I really am just like, this is me. This is who I am. Um, I, there are still times depending on certain like social situations, I think I'll identify as that. But as I've, as I've been doing the podcast, as I've been doing the work on myself and figuring out who I am, I'm really like, no, this is me. Like, again, I like me. You don't need to like me. I like me. That's the brutalness that comes into play. And I think because of that now of the like brutalness as, as much as it can be a bad thing. Um, I've also noticed that it's helped me wean out the bullshit. So I'm able to, I know who, like, I know who is like genuinely in my life for like the right reasons. Um, and you learn to like, I don't know, that's the hard part about growing up. You just like kind of get rid of people. You just like fucking throw them over there. And you're like, you don't need to be a part of this. Fucking get out of the way. Um, which is a tough thing. It's a th- that's a tough lesson to learn growing up, man. Like no one, no one, no one prepares you for that shit. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> they just don't, they Definitely. really just, they just don't. But no, I, um, I would agree with a lot of what was just said in many, many ways. Okay. Well, I just want to say, yeah, thank you. Another, another spot on answer as well. And thank you for your time, Jenna, as well. I really had a great time with our podcast and stuff like that. Tell everybody, where can everybody follow your podcast and follow you on social media? Yeah. So it is across the board at Bar Talk with Jenna. We are on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. We are on pretty much every streaming platform. Uh, my personal account is uh, at Jenna C. Duddleston. It's a mouthful. I get it. I'm not even going to spell the na- spell my last name out because no one's going to fucking listen to it. Um, <laughs> but if you go to Bar Talk, you'll find me through there. Um, but yeah, listen along. It's a lot of fun. I love having people be a part of the bar community. I always say we're, we're sharing a drink and we're learning a little bit about life and we're just trying to help people realize that we have more in common with each other than we have different. Yeah. And I will say Jenna, I had a great time and all the links will be on the show description as well. So that way it'll make it a lot easier for everybody to just click and go on. Perfect. Jenna, stay safe and have a good one. Thank you. You too. I appreciate this.